It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And action, away we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee and Clark Show. Thanks for being a part. Uh, don't forget, you can stay up to date on all things JLNK simply by heading over to the website, jlnkshow.com. That includes, obviously, uh, all the podcasts, also all the videos, all the social media links, uh, everything. One tidy little handy location. Also, links to, you can listen to the Terrestrial Show if you didn't know that this is actually in the real world. And I think you can even buy Jason Lee and Cluck Show merchandise there. Actually, I'm not sure. But there's probably something that you could fiddle around with online and you could go find it. <laughs> Just search Jason Lee and Cluck merch. Yeah. Uh, what are we going to do on the podcast here today? Uh, well, well, we'll talk about women and what they find to be the no, the most annoying parts of sex. We're going to find out about the, the. You know what? You know what? Warren Clark always says he probably starts this with every conversation. I know he's about to get serious when he always drops. Jason, you know, there's just not enough sperm in this world anymore, <laughs> and and he's right. Uh, sperm counts are dropping. Our reserves—they're drying up. He's like, it's just so dry out here for a gangster. Uh, We're going to talk about the brutal truths if you're a man over 30. We're going to find out what's the difference between a kink and a fetish. And then we've got, uh, oh, this fucking guy. You're not going to believe the last story today. Is it better or worse than last week's jump rope in the bladder full of jump rope? It's it's different. You can't compare the two. Uh, Just what this guy does. In the name of entertainment, oh. uh, he he tries to put a little wow into his friends. This is something, but we'll get to it at the end of the podcast. Uh, if you do listen to the Terrestrial Show, uh, earlier in the, uh, actually I think it was uh, about a week ago, we were talking about the things that everybody should experience before they turn 40, right? You should always, you should, by the time you turn 40, you should have had a stable job. You should have owned a car. One of them was like visit Paris, but for the most part, it was all about being stable with an eye on the future. Own a home, start a family, learn how to cook, donate to charity, start a hobby, watch the ball drop in New York City. Yeah. You know, stand there and pee in your own pants for eight hours until the ball drops and you can go home, uh, learn a new language. And then, uh, yeah, so we went through all of those, and it was really fun. And then people started adding to it, and we weren't able to. uh, Some of these aren't really good for the terrestrial show, so I decided, you know, we'll just update it here on the podcast. Some of the other uh, great ideas that people had, things you should have done before you turn 40. I think this one is fucking brilliant. I love it. And none of us would have thought about it. And the only time you could do this is in your 20s. By the time you turn 40, though, everybody should experience working as a carny. Oh, yeah. How fun would that be? Hey, we fucking missed our window, man. I told you, I had a buddy. He wasn't a carny, but he was like the food. Uh, he did the food thing. That's uh, like one step slightly above. Yeah, he did say that you do. You are a little higher <clears throat> on the carnival food chain when uh, you're running the food truck because another friend of ours that we grew up with bought a food truck on a whim once years ago. Found out how lucrative once you get yourself into that carnival circuit. So then he bought a bunch. And my buddy is, uh, he's a, a professor at a university. He was, he's not now, but he was a professor at a university. And he, so he had his summers off. And so our other friend was like, hey, why don't you come work the food truck? And he said, fuck, fuck it. All yeah. right, I will. And he did. And he's like, dude, it's so fun. It's a great time. And the amount of money that goes through your hands over the course of the day is staggering. 
Well, and on top of that, man, like you, we, because we missed our window, like you can't just—it's like traveling the world. You can't just put your job and your family down and be like, "I'm gonna be a carny for a while." Like we missed it. Yeah, and you get to travel I mean, and go see every shitty small town hey, in the Midwest. The only way we can become carnies now is if we have a real big fuck up and we wind up being like, "This is all I have. I don't, I don't have a job. I don't have a family anymore. Yeah, my uh, wife won't speak to me." Yeah, I thought that was a really fun one. Other things you used to experience by the time you turn forty: have a threesome. Okay. Hey, this isn't one of those things like everybody passed it by, but they're like, you should have given it a shot. Like, we all could have been carnies, but we we passed on it. Having a threesome, eh, that's something that, you know, you just fall Mm -hmm. into. It's not like I had the chance and I was like, no, you know, I'm going to wait. I'm going to hold. I'm going to hold tight here for a minute. This is a great one. Leave a server, a server, an exorbitant tip just to see their reaction. Like you got a, you know, you got an $8 bill on a drink and then you put down a hundred and you walk away. Hey, that's uh, that'd be fun. It, it would be fun for them. Quit a job in dramatic fashion. Oh, it would be fun to be like, "Fuck you, I quit." Have sex in a public place. Mm. Things you should experience by the time you turn forty. Get an erotic massage. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, yeah, a little what, handy, handy. You know what? I mean, you know what keeps me from doing that, honestly. I mean, besides the fact that I'm the married, cops breaking in. Besides the fact that I'm married, is like I'll pick a massage parlor that does this and has been undisturbed by law enforcement for like a decade. And I'll walk in; it'll just be happen to be the day the sting happens. I'm like, oh, Mister Clock. I'm like, no, no, I was here for a legit massage. I'm sorry. No, I thought I recognized those trucker hands. <laughs> we saw your van pull back, you fucking pervert. Treat your parents to a nice vacation. Oh. Let's go back to that Iraq massage thing. That's more of the financial wheelhouse. $11. <laughs> All you need is $11. All right. What do you think according to women? What are the most annoying parts of sex? If you're a woman. When I need to take a time out to catch my breath. <laughs> Hang on, just give me a second. I seem, oh, hey, I seem to be doing all the work here. Hold on a second. Well, I'm not out of breath. Well, yeah, yeah no one gets out of breath laying on their back watching me. Yeah. The struggles I have with my hair. Sex always ruins good hair days for me. Man, how many times have you been pawing around and actually, like, you push down on some hair, you push up with your arm and you're ripping that. You're like, I'm sorry. I like that sex will always ruin a good hair day for me. This says this girl's get down in the middle of the day. Yeah. Good for her. Yep. It's not the, you know, skincare routine, hair up, shitty tank top, <laughs> ripped up shorts. <laughs> this woman goes to bed looking good in the middle of the afternoon. Hey, good on her. <laughs> hey, hey, describe that look earlier well, really quick. Let me close my eyes and see if I recognize that look. Yeah. Okay. You, know okay. That? you can see that look with your eyes open. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know what he's talking about. Hey, hey when she, when she uh, leads in and whispers those words you've been out of here, do I have to take my bra off for this? <laughs> no, fuck, leave it on. Hell, I'd have guessed you already were wearing one. Let me satisfy my most basic urge, then I'll leave you alone. Uh, Having to get out of a warm, cozy bed to go pee rather than stay and snuggle. Oh my god, you guys, my boyfriend sweats so much. I don't mind it during sex, but after sex, I'm all wet and I have to hop in the shower and pee and reapply my lotion. It's a whole thing. Whoa. You're right, that is. Hey, I don't think think the sex is annoying, lady. I think you are. Yeah. Oh, no! Having to hold in my farts. No. Hey, some people get off on it. Go ahead, let it loose. 
Hey, if you if you let one slip and he doesn't bolt, then you've got a guy who loves it. What is the old joke? Shh, 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 shh. I'll get to you next. <laughs> I've never, I've never hey, heard that, man. Gross. <laughs> hey, I want to add this podcast now so I can go home and use that immediately. I remember the old guy said that when I was when I was a kid. <laughs> and I thought, that's the worst thing uh, anyone's ever said in my presence. What are those fucking old guys? Can't was, wait to be pervs in front of uh, yeah. younger kids. I can't remember the first part of the joke. All I remember is the second part of the joke. Was, shh, 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 I'll get to you next. Uh, I thought, hey, wow, that's what old people are so disgusting. And, hey, the guy was like 30. <laughs> uh, which makes it even worse. Hey, it's like, can you, can you lead in and just say, you expect some quid pro quo, right? It was. Uh, What's good for the goose is good for the gander. I'm free to go. It was like 12 when I heard it. So, <laughs> yeah, it stuck with me forever. Hey, there was this uh, this house of like I don't know like a convalescent home down the street from where I grew up, but it went like my house, and then like halfway between my house and the convenience store was this house full of these old guys, and they'd have these garage sales, and they would always sell these like ridiculously over the top sex novelties. But we would all go; they, they'd sell them to, like us kids. We were like twelve and thirteen, but we all had our had them confiscated. But the entire neighborhood bought these keychains. You go like this, and it's two people fucking. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man, high comedy. But at the same time, you get a little older, you're like. That guy was way too old to be selling shit like this to kids that were that young. He's like, huh? What's a young boy like you doing or a big boy smut like this? To quote the better off dead. Uh, annoying parts about sex when you're a girl. The energy it takes. I'm a sleepy girl. Okay. The constant fear of pregnancy. Well, yeah, yeah that is annoying. Yeah. Uh, that works both ways, though. When your partner is silent, it's downright unnerving. What does she mean there's too much work being expended? Like, what, what do you think's going on here? Oh, the most annoying parts about sex, according to women, having to subtly look at my phone or watch to see how long realistically before I can fake it. Oh, she's looking at the scoreboard. Hmm. Having to take my clothes off in front of somebody else. I'm not massively insecure about my body. I'm just uncomfortable with having anybody look at me. Amen, sister. We're with you. Most annoying parts about sex, according to women, when men are shy or insist on keeping their shirts on or won't have sex during daylight hours. Whoa, man. Hey, I'm a piece of shit, but like, I'm, I don't do that. That's a different level. We all have body issues, but I'm here and I'm obviously into you, so can we not sweat to death under this down comforter? I mean, unless your body's covered in like, racist tattoos you want to keep under wraps. Or fur. You yeah, know, I know yeah. some hairy dudes, and uh, I always... Do you know hairy guys? I know a couple of really hairy dudes, and my first thought is always, man, I don't know. You get out of the shower, you, you swing that putt around a little bit, say, hey, what's a little bit of this? Man, you're all hairy and matted and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Hairy dudes give me the heebie-jeebies. <coughs> Which gives you more heebie-jeebies, hairy guys or ridiculously hairless dudes? Well, I don't see a lot of hairless dudes, oh, so... Oh. <laughs> Touché! I mean, I, Touché! I, I, I'm taking some liberties because I have some friends that have very hairy arms, so I assume that's all over. Um, but I don't know if I would notice if any of my friends had hairless arms and if it would be all over. I don't know. Yeah. You ever watch episodes of The Office and every once in a while you see Steve Carell's forearms? That is a very hairy dude. Yeah. Yeah, second only to Robin Williams. Yeah. I saw Robin Williams. We went to a taping of The Ellen Show, and and he was the guest on The Ellen Show, and he was like 10 feet away. And the amount of hair on that man, it was it was unbelievable. 
I used to be when I was like a little kid, not a little kid, but like you know, <laughs> like you, you could see it, like his chair, like his, like you could see it, his and his shirt, shirt was, was like soft, yeah, yeah, because there was so much hair. It was weird, man. But when I was a teenager, I take my shirt off at the beach, and I'm like all you know self conscious because I'm like you know a hairless little chub. But then the older you get, they're like, man, I wish I had some you know cool body hair. But the older you get, you think, God, that looks like a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Well, the world population officially hit eight million or eight billion. What was it eight billion people last week? Yeah. Uh, There's no guarantee that the growth is going to continue. Recent studies have found that the worldwide sperm count has been cut in half over the past 50 years. It's all your Nintendos, (laughs) your cell phones, and your Mountain Dew. Zapping all your boys. Um, The pace of decline has more than doubled since 2000. An international team behind the study says the trend is a potential fertility crisis and could threaten the survival of humanity. Am I the only one that sits back and thinks, you know, humanity ceasing to exist wouldn't be the worst thing? All those bullets being spent on that internet porn. Humanity might end someday. You're like, I mean, I'm not going to be around for it. It's not my problem. All right. What are the brutal truths if you're a man? You must accept these truths after you turn 30. Since we're talking about age on the podcast today. This is from alphamale.com. Brace yourself. Some of these realities are going to be tough. We all know this one. Nobody owes you anything, right? Yep. Don't wait on somebody to make your goals and dreams happen. you got to get out there and do it on your own. We all know that laziness works against us, correct? Well, I don't yeah. know if it, I don't know if it works against us, but I know it doesn't work for us. True. I never feel like my laziness is working against me. When you work hard, you achieve things. I don't know, I always feel bad. There's usually like one or two days a week where I get home and I'm like, ah, I'm not doing shit tonight. And I just like mill about and do nothing. It's pretty great. But I know it's not getting me any closer to that, you know. But it's not getting you any further away. Hmm? Inner awesomeness. You might be uh, dashing on the outside. You may be one handsome, easy top looking dude. But that doesn't make you a good person. You have to be good on the inside. You have to be handsome on the inside. Spend as much time on your integrity and character as you do your physical presence. Well, fuck, I'm neither. Yeah, that's bad news. Brutal truce for your life. Once you turn 30, time is precious. That it is. Health is your greatest asset. Take care of yourself. Hit the gym. Regular physicals. The uh, The older you will say, oh, the future you will say thank you. And you don't have to play catch up. I think when you're when you start seeing guys your own age and their bodies start to break down. Oh yeah. Like I've got friends before we were even thirty, they had like, you know, chronic neck and back and knee ailments. I mean, granted, I was a pussy, didn't really work for a living, so none of that happened to me, but I always made sure I was careful. Brutal truths men accept by the time you turn thirty, embrace failure. Failure is your greatest teacher. <laughs> Some would say it's a way of life. What if you just ignore failure? I don't embrace it, but I don't... I just ignore it. That's like a football player for the game. Like, yeah, you only threw for three yards. He's like, well, on to the next one. Yeah. Did you take an L on that one? No, nah, I don't know what you're talking about. I wasn't I wasn't, I wasn't even there. I don't, I don't even know what you're talking about. Bad things happen. You can be the greatest person in the world. Life was still going to crap all over you sometimes. Not personal. Just realize that, yeah, bad things do happen. Learn from it and move on. You sometimes wish they would crap on everybody evenly. Like, why do some people get shit on all the time and some people don't get shit on much at all? Depends on how far down the hill you are. That's true. And how many blockers you have in the way. 
Actions matter. Don't make promises you don't plan on keeping. Brutal truths you got to learn over uh, by the time you turn 30. Perfect timing. It doesn't exist. Things may seem like a coincidence, but they're not. And if you can't find a coincidence, you need to make better choices. Money is nice, but dot, dot, dot. They're right. If you're a miserable sack when you're poor, you're going to be a miserable sack when you're wealthy. You're just going to have shinier things. Money is good to have, but it should never define you. Oh, tough things to accept once you're 30. Not everybody likes you. You're not everybody's favorite. (laughs) There are 8 billion people in the world. The vast majority don't even know you exist. Why don't they like me? Why don't they like me? Losers. Losers are the worst. And they suck you down. And they keep you at their level. Ditch them. Oh my god, are you going to leave me? Oh no, death is inevitable. It was comes it, for us all. Was this in my chemical romance song all, the way, all, all of a sudden? Death is inevitable. No one gets out alive. Make the most of what you have to offer while you're spending that time above ground. That's, that's pretty good stuff to live by. Sure. Yeah. All right. Is it a kink or a fetish? You said earlier, and I think you're probably right. I think the defining line is how much money you spend on it. If it's something you'll check out from time to time, that's a kink. But if you've invested ducats into it, that's a fetish. I spent 40 bucks on it. Well, that's a kink. I spent four grand on it. That's, that's a, a fucking fetish. fetish, brother. Yep. Most of us uh, aren't so deep in the world of, you know, interesting sexual behaviors. Or maybe, like, a kink is like what... It's like easy stuff. Like, yeah, I'm going to hurt calling me names during intercourse. But then, like, a fetish is like, I like her to punch me in the mouth and, you know, throw shit at me while I'm getting off. I think a kink might be something you watch, but a fetish is something you participate in. Or we could just keep going, and then uh, let's find out together. They say most people use the terms interchangeably, but there is a difference. I don't want to find out that I have a fetish right now. Um, A fetish is something that's necessary... it's necessary for someone to experience sexual satisfaction. So, like, when you say foot fetish, like, you need to have some sort of foot play in order it, to... It's what gets you off. ...to be satisfied. Kink is more of an umbrella term that encompasses any and all sexual interests, behavior, or identities that aren't considered mainstream. Oh, it's like you could have a BDSM kink, but that's not what gets you off. Oh. You could be interested in it, and you could dig it, and you could even participate in it. But you can get off without it. Right. The fetish world, they say, in the fetish world, body parts, objects, and activities are the focus. And if they aren't tended to, sexual satisfaction will not happen. So what would be like a furry, then? Uh, is Is it what's getting you off? Is it the only thing that gets you off? Then it's a fetish. It seems very sweaty. It could be anything. Your fetish could be anything from handcuffs to spanking, voyeurism, group action, asses, feet, whatever. A woman reported that she couldn't be satisfied unless baby paraphernalia was incorporated Ugh. into the bedroom action. Ugh. Oh, that's a hey, that's a that's a big hill to climb, dude. Uh, oh, so if you say that you occasionally dig wearing diapers, that's a kink. Take out the word occasionally, make it a mandatory thing, and you've got yourself a what? A fetish. A fetish. All right. <clears throat> Kink world is more varied and diverse 
I feel like telling somebody you have a kink is a lot easier. It goes down a lot easier than saying, I have a fetish. It sounds cute. Yeah. You know? It, a, sound, it sounds playful. A fetish makes it sound like you, well, you gotta have it. And you do. What's considered kinky also varies greatly from person to person. For one guy, a woman who's exceptionally hairy in various places, mm. that might be his kink. But for another, it might be playing around with an array of BDSM gear like paddles, swings, blindfolds, or ropes. Uh, just not using the same thing every time because they need it in order to be fulfilled. Okay. They can dabble in it be fine. But once you start leaning on it for sexual satisfaction, that's when you've crossed the line. Again, a want and a need. A fetish. Okay, here we go. This guy's going to be worse than the pe- the bladder full of jump rope, huh? Don't freak out. It's a Florida story, so that should tell you where we're at right now. The main the man's name is Edward. Edward Dare. Ed Dare. Ed Dare is 35 years old. Ed Dare. <laughs> he sounds like that guy at work. I don't know. I'll take it out. Ed Dare. Ed Dare. Are you trying to say Edward? Ed, Ed Dare. Ed Dare. Edward. It's Edward. Please call me Edward. Okay, Ed Dare. <laughs> 35-year-old Ed Dare bought a new dog. Okay. Then Ed decided to put his dick in the dog's mouth. Oh, boy. That uh, crossed the line. Not only did Ed put his dick in the dog's mouth, he did it in front of a room full of people. Oh. Hey, Ed Dare is that guy at work. Yeah, we don't invite Ed Dare to parties anymore. Hey, hey, Dare, would you put my dick in the dog's mouth? (laughs) Everyone at the party was so disgusted, they called police. When the police arrived... (laughs) I thought you guys were my friends. <laughs> hey, everyone starts pulling up. You're like, no, 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 no. I was just joking. It was a party drink. Oh, no. Hey. I can't imagine seeing something so disgusting that I immediately call police <laughs> at a party. I'm like, dude, this is fucking out of hand. This is the part of the story. This sucks. Ed did it as a joke. <laughs> hey, watch this. Watch this. Everybody pulls out their phone and dials 911. <laughs> okay, you guys. I just told you it was a joke. It says everyone was, was so a very disgusted. Real dick in a very real dog's mouth. Everyone was so disgusted they called police. So the police arrived hey, and admitted. Like, what if this is like a fancier party too? They're just like having cocktails. You know, people are stepping out for a cigarette here and there. And he's like, check it out, guys. It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> he admitted to the disgusting act when police arrived, and he said, <laughs> "He said, hey, that was his second mistake. <laughs> this is from. Uh, like, oh no, they're all fucked. Everybody's been drinking." <laughs> he, he says, "Quote unquote," for the police report. <laughs> He immediately felt remorse. <laughs> you know, when you take a joke too far and you realize the video, you're like, I fucked up. Yeah, I took it too far, man. I messed this up. The man was, he was placed hey, under hey, arrest. Also, also, he's having the kind of party where it's cool to pull your dick out, <laughs> one. And then he decides he's really going to wow everybody by sticking it in his new little dog's mouth. Hey, you guys want to see me Tootsie Pop the dog? <laughs> no, <laughs> man. <laughs> Uh, he was arrested. It was uh, the last time Ed Dare ever had a party, I'm sure. Uh, placed under arrest, charged with sexual contact with an animal. Again, something you don't want on your resume because no. it fucking looks real bad. It's already hard enough for a guy named Ed Dare to get a job. Oh, he's still in jail. $2,500 bond. The the dog, meanwhile, here's the good news. Hey, hey, the no, dog was taken away by animal control. None of those people are going to take his phone call. Either like, Dude. Do you bail me? No. Fucking Ed Dare, mm-hmm. forget about it. No. So there you go. That that makes you the worst person on the planet. Oh, shit. 
You guys want to see something hilarious? Hey, do you double dog dare me? No, I Ed dare you. <laughs> I'd rather you took us out and showed us a dead body. There you go. That's your worst hey, person hey. on the planet. And then you're leaving home. You look at your wife like, he thinks we're the kind of people that would enjoy seeing a, yeah. a dick in a dog's mouth. No, no. The wife says, that's your friend. <laughs> He's your friend. Uh. Yeah, every guy at that party, Ed then became his responsibility. Oh, yeah. You're like, fuck. Just get off my case, man. He's a pretty good dude. I didn't know he was going to do that. <laughs> Nobody would have thought he was going to do He's that. He's got a weird sense of humor. You just got to know, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Everybody has up like, hey, Steve, watch this. Watch this. What are you going to do, Ed? Check it out, man. I'm going to fucking blow everybody's mind. You know, you know what it is? Remember we learned about the turkey neck? You take it out of the turkey and you zip it up in your pants and then you turn around <laughs> on Thanksgiving and show everybody the turkey neck. This is like graduate level turkey oh, neck. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you just, you, we just ran out a list of things you'd like to be after the age of 30. I'd like to be only invited to parties where a dick might not get whipped out. Uh, it's like the mode for fast times. You know what? Maybe they do know Ed. You just don't know Ed. You just you gotta get to know him. Oh shit! All right, we gotta go. That's the worst person on the planet. Thanks for checking out the podcast again. Uh, every Tuesday you get a brand new one. So wherever you got this one, go get it there. Or you can just really save a lot of time, effort, and give us the clicks by heading over to jlnkshow.com. See you next Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media.